Hello everyone, this is Iram Rolo, and you're listening to episode 6 of the second season of Thirsty for God. I serve as the worship and music pastor at Shadescrest Baptist Church, and I want you to know that it's a privilege to serve our community in Hoover, Alabama. I'm really grateful for the opportunity we have to reflect together through this Lenten season of 2022. Let me pray for us as we get started. Our God, thank you for the privilege you give us to choose life by choosing to make you our life. Thank you for being our stability when things around us feel so shaky. Thank you for satisfying our deep need for you. We praise you that even when we fail to cling to our true identities as your beloved, you still wait for us as a loving parent waits for the return of a lost child. How amazing that you never give up loving us. Yes, you never give up loving us even when you are saddened by what we do. Quiet our hearts now so we become more fully aware of your presence. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As you listen to the music played by our church pianist Brenda Odom, be quiet in God's presence and let the words of Luke 23:46 find place in your heart and mind. And Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Saying this, he breathed his last.
Once again, I read the words of Luke 23:46, And Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Saying this, he breathed his last. These words are from a psalm written by David in Psalm 31, 5. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, Lord, God of truth. They are part of an evening prayer used daily by devout Jews. It gets my attention the fact that Jesus spoke with a loud voice. That's because it's hard for me to imagine someone about to die in that condition still being able to call out with a loud voice. But Jesus seems determined that his final words be heard. His words are firm and confident. Let us think about what we can learn from this moment right before our Savior died. First, Jesus speaks to God with intimacy. There is a father-son type of connection here. His time of lament and desolation expressed earlier when he said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me, is past. Here we see the evidence of an intimate relationship. Though the Father and the Son were always perfectly united as one, this prayer from the cross became an earthly manifestation of this holy union. For Jesus, death is no out-of-control enemy. No matter how bleak the moment, he knows his Father is present with him, now present to receive his Spirit. Second, Jesus entrusts himself to his Father. Let's go back to Psalm 31, 5, which again is where Jesus drew these words from. In the psalm, the Hebrew word translated to English as commit carries the meaning of entrusting. The corresponding Greek verb means to entrust someone for keepsaking, give over, entrust, command, particularly to entrust someone to the care and protection of someone else. Therefore, as Jesus lets go of his life, he trusts his eternal destiny to the Father's everlasting arms. Finally, we see here the idea of surrendering. Jesus gives up his human life to his Father who gave it to him 33 years before. Jesus prays this final prayer with this kind of confidence and peace because he knows the Father, and he knows that there is life with the Father beyond his physical death. As a devout Jew, he has prayed these words as part of an evening prayer all his life. And now, at the end of his life here on earth, he prays them one last time, and lets go of human life in order to embrace the life of glory that the Father has to offer in his own presence. Sometimes I picture that moment with Jesus on the cross and imagine the response that the Father gave to the Son. The Father's response, obviously, is not recorded in Scripture, but we can be certain that the Father's response was one of complete receptivity and reciprocity. The Father received His eternal Son through that prayer and accepted the ultimate sacrifice of his earthly life for the salvation of the world. Though this eternal reality of the love between the Father and the Son is a deep mystery of our faith, 
It is also a mystery that we must seek to penetrate and participate in. Heaven will be our eternal participation in this perfect love. Jesus' prayer on the cross is the perfect prayer for us to pray throughout our lives so as to begin to enter into that eternal reality here and now and to prepare ourselves to share in this eternal union forever. Next week is Holy Week, so let me suggest that as you gaze upon the crucifixion of Jesus and reflect upon his brutal agony and his earthly death, Try to look beyond his human suffering to his perfect surrender. Try to see that his physical death was nothing other than an act of perfect love for the Father and an act into which we are invited to participate. Prayerfully ponder this beautiful prayer of Jesus today. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Say it over and over. Pray it slowly and reflectively. Savor each and every word. Make it your own prayer. Let it come forth from the depths of your spirit. Use this prayer to show your love for the Father, making Him more fully your Father. Use this prayer as a way of uniting yourself with the Eternal Son. Say it with Him, in Him, and through Him, Seek to live your life as one with our Lord Jesus Christ as He manifests as oneness with the Father and the Holy Spirit.
Father in heaven, into your hands I commend my spirit. As I gaze upon the cross and see your eternal Son look into you in heaven, I unite myself with his eternal surrender to you. My Lord Jesus, draw me into your surrender and help me to make your perfect prayer my own. I love you, most holy God, and pray that in holy union with you I may share in the eternal reality of your love. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Next week, when we will have our final episode of this season, it will be Holy Week. Let me remind you that we will have daily opportunities for worship at Sagecrest. We'll have a festive worship on Palm Sunday, two services, one at 9 o'clock and the other one at 11 o'clock. Midday contemplative worship experiences on Holy Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday these are going to be at your own pace services, always at noon, 12 noon. Communion service will be on Monday, Thursday at 7 p.m. And then a musical tenebrae service on Good Friday at 7 p.m. Tenebrae is Latin for darkness. It means that during the service, the candles in the sanctuary will be gradually extinguished increasing the darkness to symbolize the coming darkness of Jesus' death. When I say it's a musical service, it means that our message of hope in the shadows will be shared through choral and congregational singing. It will be a meaningful week of worship before we come together to celebrate the resurrection on Easter Sunday. So come journey to the cross together as his disciples and invite others to walk along with you. For more information, please go to shadescrest.org. That's our website. Again, shadescrest.org. Thanks for joining this podcast. Come back next week for the last episode of Season 2 of Thirsty for God. God bless you.